Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hi, friends. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. And as promised today, I'm going to be sharing a personal story with you in a solo episode. Now, I know that it's been a while since I've done a solo episode, but I really wanted to share with you how incredible life can be when you set your intention and you're clear on what you want and then the amazing and incredible things that can manifest in your life. So what I'm going to tell you in today's podcast episode is how we went from not even having our house on the market or having a way to sell it to having it sold within 10 days and finding a new place to live less than a week later. Okay, so let's get into this episode of the podcast. There is a lot to be said about this entire story about why we needed to sell our house. And that's a topic for another episode of the podcast. And that's not something I'm going to get into today with all of you. What I really want to talk about is how we made this happen. So a couple of years ago, we bought a home here on Vancouver Island and we bought a home with my parents. That situation did not work out and my parents have not been living in this home since last June. So we were looking for a way to be able to separate the property and each party be able to get you know paid back some of their investment. The critical piece of this, of course, is that we had to come to an agreement that was a win-win situation for everybody before the house could be put on sale. Now, we had been in some negotiations with them at the beginning of March, and I had set in my mind that I wanted the house to be sold by the end of March. The reason was, I knew that the market at this time has been a really strong market for sellers. So I had this feeling that now would be the best time of all to sell the house and really get the best price, which means that both parties could potentially walk away in a good financial position. So we still hadn't come to an agreement and I wrote in my journal. So I do this thing where I write different intentions for the new moon and the full moon. I don't particularly have a ritual per se, although I will draw an oracle card and then I will do my full moon intentions as well as my full moon intentions. So March 13th happened to be a new moon. So I wrote in my journal about my new moon. So my release was the how on the sale and of getting our new house. And I said, we're going to celebrate selling our new home, our home by the full moon which was of course only going to be a few weeks later. Well, three days after I wrote this, we got a message back from my parents saying they had agreed to, you know, what we had proposed and we got a signed document, which means we could go ahead with getting the house ready for sale. 
Now, because I had been planning to sell the house by the end of March, we had already been doing some work to make sure that our home would be prepared for sale. That weekend, while our realtor was getting everything ready, we took care of making sure the house was photo ready. And the following Monday, we had the photos taken for the listing. Now, this is a crazy market, which means oftentimes things don't work out exactly as you had planned them. And our listing was supposed to go up two days later on the Wednesday, but by the Thursday midday, where we had already planned for showings, the listing still did not show up on the MLS service. So it wasn't even listed yet, and we were all out of the house for the day for the showings. But incredibly, the very first couple that came through fell in love with the home and ended up later ended up being the couple that bought our home. Now in this market, um, you might have heard of when a seller will say they're looking at offers by a certain time. So we had said, you know, we'll take a look at offers on Monday afternoon. I think it was at four o'clock or something like that. So we, you know, we were out of the house the whole entire weekend and absolutely by Monday, we received an offer very high above asking. They accepted the dates that we had proposed for move because we wanted to give ourselves time to find a home. You know, one of the things that was really, I guess, scary about this whole situation was the fact that we chose to sell our home first without securing a place to live for our family of three. The reason we did that is that when you're in a seller's market, it's hard to predict what your own home will per- will be sold for. And at the same time, it was hard to predict what we would need in order to bid and you know potentially win our future family home. So it was a conditional offer and we had you know about five business days for that conditional offer to be met. It was over the Easter weekend. So of course we had to be patient and wait and see. And so some of the things that I did while I was waiting was I went around the house and did a sage ceremony. So I, I burned white sage and just went around to every single room of our house and just said, thank you. And expressed gratitude that for all the home, what it had provided for our family and just gratitude for the house. So I did that. I also, I also during this whole process, and I'm still wearing it now, you might've heard it clink. I have a, a manifest mala. So a mala is a necklace that's got some beads and then at the end it's got a pendant usually made of a specific stone for a specific thing. And this one's called a manifest mala. I've had it for many years. It actually helped me when we were manifesting our move across Canada back in 2017. So I wear this necklace whenever I'm looking to manifest something kind of extraordinary in my life. And I will say, you know, selling our house uh, way over asking price within 10 days of listing was definitely something big that I was manifesting. So we did end up uh, selling our home um, within five days of the day that I had said that I would like to sell my house by. And Another really interesting thing that I did during this time is I work with an amazing group of women and men who get together on a daily basis. We meet online for something called Power Hour for our USANA businesses. And we've been studying the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Have you read that book before? 
It's absolutely worth taking it out again, even if you read it many times years ago. It's really worth studying each chapter. And one of the things we were guided to do during the process of me selling our home, or I guess us selling our home, was to write it down a desire statement. So this is what I wrote. Our house is sold by March 30th, 2021. Our closing is June 4th, 2021. We move into a safe, spacious home for our family and a fenced-in yard for Mouse and Ollie and spaces for all of us to work and play. So I'd written this desire statement and like many of these things, I'd forgotten that I'd written it. I only found it after all of this was done. So we did sell our house, uh, I think by April 4th. The closing date ended up being June 24th, which is better for us. It gave us a bit more time. And well, I'll tell you about the house that we actually moved into. So once we'd sold our house, that was a Saturday. (laughs) We got notification from a realtor, you know, congratulations, you've sold your house. We were so excited, overwhelmed, totally exhausted, and we knew that we would have to start now the search for a home for our family. We had seen a house that was in the neighborhood that we really, really, really desired to live in, but the house was not the right house for our family. And I kept trying to find ways to make this house work for our family, but my realtor even was reminding me, she's like, it's just not the right fit for your family. So I was trying to like build sheds and all these crazy things. And my husband's like, listen, I don't put my foot down very often, but I'm putting my foot down right now. This is not the house that's meant for us. And then of course, just to tease me, the house dropped $40,000 in price because it wasn't selling because it was a very specific type of house for a very specific buyer. And so then I'm like, come on, we can make this work. You know, I love where it is. I can walk to the beach. And my husband's like, no, this is not the right house for us. And, and then the house actually had ended up selling anyways. And I was like, oh, I'm so, you know, I was so sad, but I always remember that this or something better. Right. So I knew that this was not meant to be our home. And the next day, Another house came on the market, different neighborhood, but still a fantastic location. And it was really in our price range, including the fact that we would have to bid over asking price. So just to put the timing together for you, our house had gone from, you know, yes, we can put it up to sale to selling within two weeks. And then less than a week later, so five days later, we were now looking at a home that had a real potential to be the home for our family. Some of the things that are really important to us, uh, as I read to you, is that we did want a yard that was already fully fenced in because we have a dog. It's of course pretty important to have a fenced in yard and also spaces for us to work and play. So we are a family that spends a lot of time at home. My husband is a computer programmer and software developer, and he works from home ever since COVID began, so over a year now. He's also an online streamer. We did some cool episodes way back at the beginning of my podcast. I think episode 21, we talk about his online streaming career, which would have been just about a year ago now. So he needs a private office with a door. I also work from home. I run my several businesses. I'm recording a podcast in my office at this time, so I also need a space with a door. And our daughter is homeschooled, which means that she also needs a space where she can be creative and play. 
So those things were pretty high on our list in terms of what we were looking for. And we went to see this house and it was a rancher style. It had all the rooms, the price was good. And the thing that really took us over the, I guess, over the top was that because my daughter has not attended school since we moved to Vancouver Island, she doesn't have a ton of friends outside of the neighborhood we live in now. But the other family that we are friends with happened to live a five minute walk from this house. So it just, all the pieces started to come together. And I remember I, I called my friend Karen, you know, after I had seen the house and she's like, I can hear it in your voice. Why aren't you letting yourself fall in love with this house? And I said, well, I don't know. I just like, I don't know if I want to get my hopes up. And I really wanted to live walking distance from the beach, but this one is like actually 10 minutes from each beach. And it's close to my daughter's friends. And it has all the rooms for all of us to play in and the fence in the yard. And she's like, yeah, what are you waiting for? And then I talked to my sister and then I told my sister about the house, but with so much more enthusiasm, And then I started to really fall in love with the house. I'm like, yeah, this could be the right house for us. And I love my sister. She's like me. She's like, you know what? Even if you don't get this house, remember that, you know, when they bought their house, they actually lost the first house they'd bid on. And this second one that they now live in ended up being perfect for their family. I said, you're right. You know what? We might as well go for it. Might as well go all in and just see what we can do. One of the things that I did was I wrote in my gratitude journal the day before we ended up making an offer. And the very first thing I wrote was that I'm truly grateful for an accepted offer at the exact address of the house that we were making the offer on. So I already gave gratitude for our offer being accepted, even though we hadn't even made it yet. We actually were planning to make the offer on the Friday night. So we'd seen the property the Friday afternoon and we were going to make the Friday night and we just couldn't get all the pieces together on the Friday night. And my agent's like, look, we'll just do it in the morning. You know? And I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's just sleep on it. And we slept on it and we woke up feeling more excited to place the offer, which was such a good feeling. The other thing that I did that night is I also um, consulted, I have this beautiful deck of Oracle cards that I love to get guidance on. And so same thing, I I asked for guidance from my uh, cards and, um, you know, just to, to see what the cards had to say. And then I just let it go. So the next morning we put together our offer and incredibly, we, you know, our offer went in at 9am in the morning, we gave them until 1pm And we used our dates because we already had firm dates on when this house was sold a week prior. So we knew exactly when we needed to be out of the house. And so we gave our offer, our unconditional offer. Let me tell you, that's definitely, definitely uh, something that you should not do without the proper advice. We had spoken to a mortgage broker. We had spoken to a realtor. We were advised, of course, that there's, you know, the risks of doing that. But we also knew that in this market, in order to get a place before they were, you know, formally looking at offers, we had to be aggressive and we had to be confident in our offer. And we made the offer and they accepted it. And when my real estate agent called to tell me this news, I, I asked her to repeat it three times. She's like, are you okay? Like you're scaring me. Why am I like keep repeating it? I said, I just want to make sure you just told me that we bought a house I mean, a week ago, you called me on Saturday to tell me that we'd sold our house. And here we are, you know, a week later, and you're telling me that we've bought a house. 
I was at a loss for words. I almost couldn't believe it, but I knew that in my heart, we would find the right place for our family. You know, when we told people we were selling this house and most people didn't really understand the reason why we were selling, not that it's really any of anyone's business, but as I said, you know, it was really important to financially separate from my parents in order to sell the house. And that's a good thing for everybody. A lot of people said to me, you know, what if you don't find a place? Like, where are you going to end up? Like the rental, the rental market here is absolutely maddening. I just kept holding that thought that we would definitely find a safe and secure and spacious home for our family. I just kept holding that in my heart. And it was hard sometimes not to listen to what other people had to say about whether or not I would have a home to move into, but I just knew that the energetic separation and the financial separation was what was best for everyone involved. And I feel, like I said earlier, that the universe has my back, that by making this commitment, by jumping in with two feet, putting our house on the market without actually having a place secured for us was showing how we trusted that we would land exactly where we are meant to. So it's an exciting time. Those are just some of the strategies that I use to manifest really big, bold things in my life. And friends, it doesn't mean that I don't get scared. It doesn't mean that I don't have negative thoughts. It doesn't mean that I don't go through a lot of challenges and emotional ups and downs. It just means that I use what I can in my toolbox in order to make things happen. All right, friends. Well, thanks for listening into this little bonus episode. And I'd love to hear from you. I'm really curious, you know, do you have specific strategies that you use when you're trying to manifest something really big and exciting into your life? Have you ever used Oracle cards? Do you have your own kind of mala that you've used? Or how do you use your gratitude journal in situations like this? I would love to hear back from you. You can connect with me on socials. All my links are in the show notes, but it's super easy to find me. I'm Julie C.M. Boyer on all the socials, J-U-L-I-E-C-M-B-O-Y-E-R. Easy to find. Would love to hear from you. There's nothing more exciting than seeing my name tagged in your Instagram story because you listened to an episode of the podcast. Thanks, friends. And I'll be back next time with another interview. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.